0: like i'm gonna have to get another one because yeah. then i don't have to have like people eating the microphones on Definitely. some screen and shit so
1: mm-hmm. yeah condenser mics are really nice
0: well and yeah. you know the thing is is like i fucking i hooked it up i plugged it into the board i click record and i'm like check nothing what the fuck like did like for an hour i sat here like oh, what yeah. the hell is going on <laughs> this thing is broken and shit, and I didn't. Oh, I was so pissed that I wasn't have to like send it back and shit like that. But then I looked it up online, and it was like you need phantom power. Phantom power, yep. Through it, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And so I'm just <laughs> sitting. down like, "God damn it!" There's a phantom button on this phantom thing. Button. Click. Okay. Here we go.
1: We we have a friend who raps, and I like just kind of produce demos for him. And he showed up with a mic kind of like this one time, and I spent like an hour and a half trying to get it to work before I figured out it was the fucking phantom power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only to then find out that the phantom power switch on my interface was broken. So Oh,
0: that sucks. I
1: had to, I had to completely change my setup, but
0: huh.
1: it worked. We got, we got it recorded.
0: Well, we're rolling. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's cool, though. Um, I'm here with Scared of the Dark. It's Tony Tubes, Dakota Podcasting Experience. I'm here with 50% of Scared of the Dark. Exactly How We have, and uh, who are we missing? We're missing, um... Jake Hardy.
2: And Taylor Machado.
0: And Taylor Machado? Yep. Correct. I've never seen that word before. So. <laughs> Until
2: I met her, me neither. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, she, she was playing bass for... Dead. Deadfield. Deadfield, yep. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Is that still a thing? No, no, I'll...
1: Neither That's Deadfield not or not Terror Deadfield. We Fall. Scared of the Dark oh, is kind God. of the Deadfield, scared of the or Terror We Fall super group, nice. if you will. <laughs> yes, so, oh, <yes>, yes.
0: <laughs> well, what is that? What was that band that Sammy Hagar did? Chickenfoot. You guys ever heard Chickenfoot? I don't think I have. It was no. Sammy no. Hagar, Michael Anthony from Van Halen, and <laughs> and God, like a couple other you know dream team guys so and shit. Good. Wonderful. Ch- yeah, Chickenfoot. Check it out. That's how oh, Huey yeah. Lewis and the News got together. Like they were. You guys know who Huey Lewis in the News? Yep. Right? Yep. Um, like they were all studio musicians; they were all really kick-ass studio musicians and mm-hmm. shit like that. And then one day they all just kind of got together and were like, eh, "Let's yeah. make let's make some fucking awesome music and shit." So
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So "Scared of the Dark" is is the only one remaining. Okay. Yep. Well, right. But "Terror We Fall" was was a great band, and they actually uh, you guys actually recorded the the intro to Silver Screen Showdown. Yep, yep, that two. was the
1: last effort of Terror We Fall. Oh, that, really? Yep, yeah. I that was... honored. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So was that just you three, you guys and, and Jake? Uh, it was
1: It was just you two. mostly just me and Jake. Yeah. Oh, okay. At that point, Terror We Fall had, had basically officially disbanded, and then you had messaged me, and I'm like, this is a great way to go out. Just, yeah. So...
0: And it's going to be on their every season yeah (laughs) me and jake
1: have talked about maybe remastering it for for future seasons so we'll see but
0: i mean if you guys like honestly if you guys wanted to just like lay down like you get you could still do just those lyrics that you have but lay Mm -hmm. down like a three minute just jam on it yeah because then i could use that over the credits
1: okay because what
0: you sent me was just what like 15 20 seconds yeah something like that yeah if i had like a minute and a half, two minutes or something like that? If you guys just jamming on it and shit like that? Oh, yeah, man. That'd be I th- sweet. I think we could swing something like that. Because I'm trying to get away from using other people's music and stuff. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, So we got a drummer and a guitar player. Your fucking guitar is amazing, man. Oh,
1: Thank you. God. I paid nice. too much money for it, but I saved up for a while, and I love it. It's a music man. Well, it's an off-brand music man. It's a Sterling but those they play beautifully oh, and it's it just, looks beautiful oh it's so. just
0: gorgeous just is the neck really thin yep oh, it's I, yeah. it's
1: it's a really nice instrument oh
0: yeah i used to have a it was a squire hm strat and it was red that was my first guitar and yeah that thing was paper thin you could just fly around on it yep but my wife bought me the the fender stratocaster with the humbuckers over there and that was about that was about too much money yeah <laughs> But, um, so, were you, were you guys the ones that went on tour? Nope, that was Terror We yeah, Fall. Was Terror We Fall.
1: We okay. went on, and Deadfield actually also did a similar tour after that. Okay. Um, but the only one that I was on, anyway, was the Terror We Fall one. That one was really fun. We went out to Oregon. Yeah. And then scooped down through California, and then shot back through, like, Utah
0: where did you guys hit up in California? Um, Hollywood yeah. Bowl, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah, we played. We played
1: Anaheim actually on New Year's uh, Eve, and then got to go to a New Year's party in like an outskirt of LA that night. Oh, wow! At some like rich people's house who just hit us up, and they're like, "You want to come?" Apparently, they like were friends with our guitarist mom, oh. Chandler, um, and they just hit us up and they invited us to their New Year party. So we got to go party in California on New Year's.
0: The Yep. Yep. We showed up like, oh, yeah.
1: like uh, two minutes before yeah. that happened. <laughs> Everyone has already
0: gathered, watching the countdown. Are you guys like planning another tour, like a tour of Scared of the Dark? Yes,
1: we. we it's it's in the works right now. We can't really say much on it yet. Oh. It's still just. It's still. It's still being scheduled and whatnot, but we will be touring this summer.
0: Nice. Uh-huh. Well, I need to. <laughs> you need to figure out Silver Screen Showdown so I can plan it around you so you can get in on some of it again.
1: Absolutely. And you do yeah, if you want.
0: I mean, I don't know if you're... I'm still... I'm
1: yeah, me and Chris are, are really the only movie guys in the house. Everyone else isn't quite as well versed. But... So I know that
0: we're, you know, you guys are musicians and I'm a musician, but I have to ask, like, and nobody that I've asked has seen it. Have either of you guys seen the new Joker trailer?
1: Yes! yes we both oh my gosh, goodness, we're I've, we're been, I've been... I've been I have had that high on my radar ever since I heard Joaquin P- Phoenix was going to be playing the Joker. Like, Ugh. that just sounds like a match made in heaven. It, <laughs> ex-
0: you know, and everything, it just, you know, like, the Jared Leto Joker, there was so many like, Ugh, I just don't yeah. know about that and everything, but every single thing about this, has just played out perfectly for mm-hmm. me, you know. Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, awesome. Then you got that initial fate, the initial like makeup test that they, yeah. that they released, and I was like. And then I, after that, I was like, I'm not gonna watch any more shit. Yeah, I want to be completely. But then I saw the trailer online, I was like, fuck this. i Yeah, I'm watching this, and it was uh, honestly, dude. It I've, long seen, long I've seen so many trailers, man, and it's the great one of the greatest trailers i've ever seen
1: yeah it seems like they kind of read the pulse of the entire fan base pretty well and everyone's like hey maybe a character driven joker movie would be pretty cool and they're like all right we are on that (laughs) so i'm i'm happy that they're just kind of listening to what the internet's saying
0: well and and i'm just i'm like really I, i saw like there's a meme that i shared the other day that was like 1989 joker toss him into some chemicals. Yeah. And then 2019, 2019, 2019 Joker, toss, Joker him toss him into society. society. And it's Ooh. Oh my god. It's a meme. Oof, I just, didn't see that it one. It looks so good. And I, I yeah, I've watched it like probably 10 times now and I'm just I'm just yeah. amazed by I it. I
1: think Jake is about ready to freaking kill me for how many times I've played it on our <laughs> living room TV. <laughs> <laughs> So you
0: guys all live together? Yep. Yeah. We have a band house. A ba- In Redfield? In
1: Redfield. Nice. It, it's fun. It's pretty nice. Me and Jake both They're work nice. in two And then Chris. Chris works here at Leo's. And
0: oh, you still working at the Leo's? Oh, yeah. Right on. Oh, yeah.
1: And then Taylor is holed up at the uh, grocery store here in town.
0: Oh, okay. Yep.
1: She runs the dairy department there now. She runs it? Yeah. She is the so, captain. Nice. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Um... Oh, crap. I just had a question, and now I forgot it. (laughs) Well, just, like, what... You guys are... I mean, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you guys?
1: I'm 20. He is 19.
0: Okay. So you guys are another generation past mine. People call me a millennial still. I don't feel like a millennial.
1: See, people call us at Gen Z, but we feel like millennials. I think you
0: guys are more millennial. I think millennials are the people that don't remember a time... When there wasn't the internet.
1: Yeah. You know? I would say if on the timeline we're technically Gen Z, we identify mentally as millennials for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
0: just because I don't, I, I've kind of stuck with, I I, 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 I looked for music for a long time and I kept finding new music for a long time and then I just kind of stopped mm-hmm. and now I just kind of listen to the Grateful Dead all the time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so what, what kind of music is out there now that you guys are into?
1: There, There's actually a lot of good stuff coming out. Um, there's a band out of the UK called While She Sleeps. They are a political metal band. And they just dropped a record called So What? That was probably one of my favorite records of the year so far. Um, there's a band called Bring Me the Horizon who just released this really like weird... They used to be this like deathcore band Death who did like
0: like, <laughs> 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 like
1: too heavy for <laughs> me kind of shit, and now they're doing this really like moody pop stuff that's really weird totally and it's very actually. experimental but it's extremely good, huh. like and well written. So those are those are a couple of records that I really appreciated in twenty
2: nineteen. Um, one that just recently came out um, by a pop artist actually. Her name is Billie Eilish. Heard of her at all? It's a She's very good seventeen album. years old. She's 17 years old. She's got a good million, million followers on her Instagram. She's been doing it. It's got to be was, more than a million. Yeah, she's been it's... doing it since she was 14, 15. Cause she just dropped this record, and it was called
1: "When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go?" When
2: we All Fall asleep, where do we go? And it is probably my favorite um, pop album.
1: Just ever? Ever. Yeah. yeah, That's honestly not
0: inaccurate. Is this like something that they play on like 106.7 and stuff like that? You
1: might catch a couple singles from it
0: on there. Possibly. Hmm. But. Some of the, like, one of the new bands that I've really, I really have a lot of respect for, and I actually saw them by accident, was The Struts. Really? You guys ever heard of The Struts? I
1: think I've heard the name.
0: Oh, you guys should, um, there's a song out there called Kiss This. Which is like, and there's a song called Merry Go Round. Those are kind of my two favorites, but they just did a song with, of all people, Kesha. Um, really? Whoa. Yeah, what the hell was it called? Um, oh. Struts with Kesha. Yeah, the Struts with Whoa. Kesha. Fuck. I'm going to be. You could be cool. You could be mean. Uh. Oh, your body talks. Your body talks. Yeah.
1: I think I might have heard that. Yeah,
0: it was on the radio for a while there a couple yeah. months ago and stuff. But the struts, I actually, I went to the Foo Fighters in, in uh, Sioux Falls. It was, you know, like, I'm not a huge Foo Fighters fan. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not, but I'm a huge Dave Grohl fan. Like anybody who was in the Tenacious D movie, I'll go and see. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but the Struts opened for them, and it was like the the moment I first saw him, like the guy comes out, uh, whatever the hell Lucas Strut or whatever his his name is, the lead singer, and he he looks like Freddie Mercury. Really, and, and it's and two, you know, has the get up, mm-hmm. the you know, and he actually mm-hmm. had the woman that made a lot of, like, the frilly stuff for Bowie and, and Freddie Mercury and stuff. Wow. He actually had her make, make him, like, three of them and stuff like that. But he came out, and they just fucking rocked my mind. It was, it was, that was really good. But that's kind of one of those new ones. But, like, what do you guys think of Greta Van Fleet? I have to ask. I, I will
1: preface this by saying I haven't listened to very much of it. Um, I've seen a lot of people defend them very staunchly. However, I find myself siding with the group that says they're kind of r- ripping Led Zeppelin a little bit, mm-hmm. but at the mm-hmm. same time, mm-hmm. I'm not really one to talk bad on an artist, so.
0: I just kind of wanted
2: your general yeah. opinion. What do you think, Chris? Like, I like them. Uh, the first time I listened to them, I like them, but then I'm like, I've heard this before. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, 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 I,
0: well, like, okay, so I've been, wa- I when I get into, when somebody says you need to check out this band, I watch them live as much as I can because you can do a lot of yeah. shit in the studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I learned my lesson with Blink-182. Because because I went to a Blink-182 concert once upon a time, and they suck live, like, yeah. badly. But I always loved their albums and shit, so mm-hmm. now it's like, so I watched a lot of their their late-night you know, they go on, uh, I wanted to say Letterman. <laughs> uh, you know, they went on Kimmel or, you know, Conan or whatever. And, yeah. And I watched like five or six of these things. And, yeah, the drum is, is a little Zeppelin-ish. You know, I can hear that. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, the, the the high, or not the high hat, but the snare is just, they have it tweaked to just that, that tone, you know. But as far as that dude's voice,
2: it is a dude, right? Tom DeLonge.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wait. A Tom. Big, I think he's back on. I'm back
2: on. Greta- Greta- yeah. Oh, that is yes. That is a. That, that is. That's awesome. Okay. I just want to make I sure. <laughs> yes, note, yes. You know. He's very talented. Well, you know,
0: and <sighs> you know, live. I just. Yeah. Not, not so much because then I had to go back and listen to some of their studio out studio work and it was like it was significantly better and people were, and then I I saw all the Led Zeppelin stuff and I was like man Robert Plant had the voice of an angel. Yeah, and this guy is like Robert Plant had sex with Ale- Axl Rose. Yeah, and that's what you got.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna get something like that with anyone who's kind of emulating the sound of a classic band like that. There's always going to be, well, the the original band did this better, and they kind of sounded better in this regard, and I think that that's almost always going to be the case when you're comparing them retroactively like that.
0: So old school shit. Mhm. What what do you guys what you know what did you guys grow up what do you consider some of you know the things <laughs> that really made you want to be rockers, you know?
2: Jim Croce. Yeah, you know Jim Croce Interesting. Was? Yeah, I know who Jim my, Croce. My is. Uh, my grandpa always played Jim Croce. Nice. And that was like one of the first country singers I ever actually really got into.
1: Huh. When I was I, a I, a, was a, a little like kid Jim Croce.
2: I I would call him country, Yeah, you know? Yeah.
1: When I was a little kid, I'd, I listened to a lot of Christian music. Actually, Wait, I was those I was guys
0: can wail. Man. Yeah, those some guys of them can fucking wail.
1: I was I was uh, my dad was a pastor for a good chunk of my childhood, and so for that reason, I was only allowed to listen to Christian music like Christian rap, Christian rock. <laughs> if it was any genre it had to be christian and i didn't really you have to get send me some
0: of that christian rap That sounds interesting <laughs> there's there's a
1: christian rapper who goes by the name kj52 and he has an entire track about his addiction to mountain dew it's it kind of bangs honestly <laughs> but um, yeah i didn't actually really get the chance to start exploring music until i was about a freshman in high school wow yeah so that's when I started listening to like of Mice and Men and some of those like classic metalcore bands from like the two thousand nine era. And like older emo from like the the like Fallout Boy, My Chemical Romance era. And I think a lot of that is where uh, Scared of the Dark finds its roots. Is is in, in the classic emo. I guess classic referring to two thousand nine makes us sound like friggin' youngsters. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's
0: a decade. You know, but, give it another fifteen years and those people will be up for uh, rock and roll hall of fame shit. You yeah, know. for Isn't sure. Isn't that twenty five yeah. years that you have to wait? Like. I think it's twenty five years after yes. your first number one album or something like that.
1: Really? Something like that. I did not know that. But I mean, it's not
0: like they get inducted right away. Mm-hmm. You know, like fucking Genesis. They didn't get inducted until like two thousand and nine or something like that. Really? Yeah. Wow. That was cool. Fish, fish, fish inducted them into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I'm I'm that's, a big fish head. That's so that's rad. Um, but like, drummers, guitar players. You know, who were your guys's influences?
1: Um, going back to, I mentioned of Mice and Men, I really looked up to Alan Ashby. He plays, I believe, rhythm guitar in Mice and Men, and he's got big ol' red locks that are just cool. He's a cool dude. Dude smokes hella pot. That whole band kind of Yeah. they're, they're, They're kind of stoner metal a little bit, and I would say my biggest influence, uh, is a guy who's actually still working right now. So is Alan Ashby. But uh, a guy by the name of Justin DeBleek, he plays guitar for a band called Ice Nine Kills. They're oh, yeah. my like personal favorite band of all time. I've seen
0: you kind of schlep their stuff on Facebook. Yeah,
1: I, I will schlep their stuff anywhere yeah. I can schlep things. <laughs> um, but yeah, that guy, he's, he's a big old guy with a beard who plays music man guitars, so he's a man after my own heart. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like you know I'm a big guy and I'm I, I'm always happy when I see the big boys up there. Yeah. Like, have you ever heard of Warren Haynes?
1: I have. Oh yep.
0: God! Like my my brother in law was a was a uh, carpenter, house builder forever, and his hand, fingers look like sausages. And he's like, mm-hmm. I never looked up playing the like, Look at this guy! Yeah, <laughs> like Warren Haynes up there <laughs> yeah. shredding like Jimmy. Sausage fingers. So, what about drummers? Uh,
2: yeah, back, back to Mice and Men. Uh, that was like some of the first stuff I ever listened to when we first started Terror We Fall. And uh, the drummer, uh, Valentino Arteaga. Valentino Arteaga. I don't remember his name. Uh, he's been with them for as long as they've been a band. And has Alan?
1: Alan joined, I believe, right before the Flood album released. That's what
2: I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Ice Nine Kills. The. Um, the, their old drummer. He's a huge, huge. He's not the same drummer anymore. They're not drum for Ice Nine Kills anymore. But uh, Connor Sullivan. Huh. He's, a, he's a drum god.
0: I know the, the the exact the exact moment that I wanted to play the guitar. And it was like my my mom's boyfriend at the time. He sat me down. And he goes tone. And this is how he talks like if you want to get the babes, you gotta learn how to play like Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> And he went out, and I was like, I don't know who that is. And and he was like, We're going to Target right now. We're gonna go buy the first Van Halen album that we did. And we and it was seriously, we picked up the first one, and it was an album called Fair Warning. And the opening track on that is a track called Mean Street. Ooh. And fucking just that that opening riff, man. All of a sudden, I was like, Yep, yep. Yep, that's what I want to do. I still don't know how to play that riff. <laughs> I'm about. I'm a really good rhythm guitar player, but I'm a terrible lead guitar player.
1: Me too. <laughs> I wrote this entire new record like just banging out rhythm guitar parts, and mostly just saving the leads for I'll fucking do it later. <laughs> and.
0: I just you know every time that I sit down, like I know I know the I know the solo to Roadhouse Blues from the Doors and you know. Sublime's What I Got. <laughs> I think that's, that that yeah. might be about it. Like <laughs> maybe a little bit of Johnny B. Good. And that was back. That was my love of Back to the Future. Yes. You know, like Chuck Berry. Yes, but like no Calvin fucking Klein, man. <laughs> like <laughs> Calvin Klein ripping that ripping that three thirty five on stage to Johnny B. Good was. That was another moment where I was. Just yeah. Like, I gotta get on stage and do that shit. That's. Um. So you got? Are you guys releasing like a whole album then soon? Yep. How, uh, how many tracks? Can you tell us that? It
1: is ten tracks long. Uh, a couple of them are like transition tracks, so it's more of an eight track. But uh, we wrote it, it. That that's really what the last year of our life has been. Is writing and producing thing. and getting ready for this record. Because mm. we founded Scared of the Dark and. Uh, February of 2018 yep. and we just we picked oh, up yeah. and started writing um, and it'll be coming out here soon. The album's called Something to Burn um, Yeah, <laughs> by Scared of the Dark <laughs> That's
0: awesome yes. Something to Burn
1: Something to Burn We're actually thinking uh, oh, yeah, yeah. we're actually thinking since Bernie's running in 2020, we're gonna make Something to Burn <laughs> Something to burn shirts. That'd be awesome,
0: man. Yeah, yeah like white with like the Bernie lettering and shit. Mm-hmm. I would totally buy one of those. Yeah,
1: <laughs> seems like a perfect idea.
0: <laughs> so, is it like, is this stuff that's like, your guys's emotions and day to day things, or are you guys like writing songs about completely, uh, you know, out of your world shit?
1: It's a little bit of both. It's, it's actually a concept album. The whole... The, the album, like, I like follows... I also like concept, concept albums. Album. The, the album follows, like, a whole story from beginning to end. And the story in itself is completely fictional. But we've weaved quite a few themes and metaphors into the story that kind of are our own, like, kind of political ideas and, uh, I would say, philosophical ideas... Um, just kind of into the story and what a
0: lot of the things represent. Am I sitting here with Gilmore and Waters, and <laughs> like, or I guess it'd be Gilmore and Mason? Do you guys ever get into Floyd? Like,
1: not really. I guess it was it was before our time. Well, it was before
0: my time. <laughs> man, but, I mean, honestly, man, you guys gotta go. I, I wouldn't start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. The the like the old like the original Sid Barrett. Um, God, what was the name of that album? I don't remember now. Um, Oh, Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Uh, It was really, like, weird Beatles poppy shit. And Mm -hmm. I'm not a big Beatles poppy dude. Like, I like some Beatles music, but it is not that she loves you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, kill me. (laughs) Um, But, like, if you go into, like, seriously, dude, The Wall. Just uh, you know. See, I don't that's know, the one I keep
1: hearing about. I don't know wall. if you guys
0: smoke pot, but if you don't, you need to, and you need to sit down and listen to the whole wall from start to finish. Yeah, definitely it, for sure. And I mean, oh, like that's that is the ultimate concept album is the wall.
1: That's what I've heard.
0: And I I, I can ha- I've had it in my truck for years, and that's uh, it's always. My wife puts in Mumford and Sons, and she puts in this and that and the other thing. And it's all good, but it's just like I get back in there. I'm like, nope, Fuck the wall back.
1: Yeah, I actually really like Mumford and Sons. I love Mumford, Mumford and Sons, Mumford and Sons, Sons is while. great. I would also love to
0: see them. While. I would not. I, I'm not a huge fan of that third, the Wilder Mind album. I just thought yeah. that it was. Yeah,
1: it was. It was. They tried to do something with that, and I really respect what they tried to yeah, do with it. Yeah. I just don't think it was for me.
0: Yeah, i am just there wasn't nothing really stood out. Yeah, to me. But then this newer one, I think it's called Delta.
1: I actually haven't listened to it yet.
0: It's a mixture of the old shit and the and the Wilder Minds. That's stuff.
1: what I've been hearing on the internet.
0: And it was really, it was it was decent. It was like I. It took me a while to get into Mumford and Sons because at first I was like, it all sounds the same to me. Yeah. And I'm a Grateful Dead guy, you know. Like I'm used to complicated old blues shit, you know, mm-hmm. and. And I, and at first when I heard it I was like oh, it's not really I don't like country music. And my wife's like it's not country music. Yeah. And, and she's like if it's any, if it's anything it's like old country music and mm-hmm. shit. But poppier, folkier. Yeah. And yeah, man, Mumford is. I if I could go back in time, and and see a live performance, I would love to go back to their Red Rocks show. Like
1: yeah. We watch that on
0: on YouTube all the time, and it's like. Yeah, because I, I went to Red Rocks and saw the String Cheese incident, and I can only imagine yeah. what Mumford would sound like there. That'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be super sick. If you guys could go back and, to a concert, what would it be? If If you guys even have one on,
2: you know? I do. Uh, it was my first ever concert. My dad took me there. Me and my little brother. It was the Marshall Tucker Band. A lot it, of country roots yeah, here coming out, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, um... It was two thousand twelve, and we were coming back from Montana, and in Rapid City, right on uh, Main Street, they set it up. All the bars were open; they were making money, and the band was playing for free. Actually, too, it worked out really well.
0: The, the Marshall Tucker Band was playing Tucker for free. For free. Well, interesting.
2: All the all the bars were were paying them because they were oh, open okay. and everything. So yeah. nice.
0: I you know I never really gotten into the Marshall Tucker Band but you know from what I hear it's good old country and that's oh, that's yeah. I just don't like that t- you know Toby Keith how you like me now put a boot in your ass you know <laughs> like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. there what, what what's a what's a concert that you might want to go back and see
1: um it, it's less of a specific concert but I'd love to go to one of the like early Warped Tours like from the 90s yeah. when it was still like skater punk and all that fun stuff. I'd like to My see like the roots of Warp Tour because I went to Warp Tour, uh, I think four or five times.
0: I remember you going to it. Like, yeah, not even that like a few years ago. Yeah,
1: we just went. Uh, 2018 was the last. Yeah, we last went to the 2018 Warp Tour. Nice. So like I've been like four or five times, but it was always in the like new age, where it was metal and like indie and alt and like all these different things. But I've been. Told that like the roots of Warp Tour are just like skate punk kind of shit. And I think that'd be really cool to just go see.
0: You guys get into no FX?
1: We have a. I, I haven't really, but we actually have a friend. Uh, huge. <laughs> yeah. Huge he he was the guy who played guitar for Deadfield Leland Kirschman. Oh yeah, yeah 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 he's he's way into that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. There was a guy we used to have parties every year. We'd have a party. We're actually thinking about doing it again. But every year we'd have a big. Cause we don't we don't party we don't do anything. Mm-hmm. But every year we'd have a party and like people would come from all over the place, just kind of like silver screen. You know, yeah. all my friends would come into come into state, and we'd have this huge blowout party. And this one guy, his name was Curtis, and every for like three years in a row, he's like you got to put on the th- what was it the decline? And it's like an eighteen minute long punk song and stuff. Like really, that. we'd always play play fucking uh, beer pong and shit. To it. <laughs> Oh, but like if you guys—I don't know if you guys even get into this. I'm sure you guys do, but uh, there's a—I'm um, really into the uh, North Mississippi All Stars. If you guys have ever heard of them,
1: I don't think the I have. Deep
0: blues, like Louisiana blues. Oh, okay. And um, and their their brothers, the drummer and the and the guitar player, Luther Dickinson, and his—I oh, can't remember his fucking brother's name now, but he's a hell of a good slide guitar player. But so I really really like their stuff, and then I was like. Um, one day I was looking up some stuff about the Black Crows, and then I realized that from like 2008 to like 2011, uh, Luther Dickinson played guitar for the Black crows. I'm like, "Oh God, I gotta see that right now. Yeah. So I looked it up and have you guys ever heard of the Newport Folk Festival? It's like... I don't believe so. It's like when... That's like where Dylan, like, kind of got his big name and shit like that back in, like, Bob Dylan and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. And But it's, it's like... My dad was telling me it's, like, this it's exclusive festival that, like, the only way you can get in is if you come with somebody who's been there before.
1: Really? And like,
0: the next year, then you're grandfathered in and shit like that, but it's really hard mm-hmm. to, to just go to it. But um, I found a Newport Folk Festival, Black Crowes, 2008, and it's just... Oh, if I could go back to one show, it's either that or like old Black Sabbath. Yeah. I love Black Sabbath. And that was another thing I was going to say. Like, I like the fact that you guys have a girl singing.
1: We also That's really like that works. works.
0: <laughs> I've always wanted to have a Black Sabbath cover band or just a metal band in general
1: mm-hmm. where a
0: girl was up there doing that shit because, you know, you're always like, wow, these guys can hit these fucking notes. And it's like, there's like, I used to be a huge fan of a, uh, they were a metal band called. Drain STH, they're from Sweden. Really? All female all Swedish metal band. All female, oh and they uh, rocked the shit, man. I they were it. awesome. If you guys ever have a chance, check out uh, Drain STH. They're um,
1: definitely cracked
0: the liar's smile. They did a remake of uh, uh, Motorhead's "Fucking Ace of Spades." Whoa. And all, yeah, man, it's really good. Drain STH, Spades. check them out. They're really cool. But yeah, I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to have a band with a girl lead singing metal music yeah I mean, not, it you
1: know. it really changed up the way that we approached a lot of our writing i think oh
2: yeah and it's it's definitely worked in our favor because like a lot of the music that we've also been listening to and like watching come out um like new for 2019 a lot of a lot of female yeah. fronted bands there's been a honestly. huge surge of female
1: fronted in the so, in the alt metal scene at the very least definitely. so uh,
2: how did it
0: affect your guys's writing
1: um, we had a little bit more freedom with the, the melodies that we were putting together, because when we would write Terror We Fall stuff, I'm, I'm like a, a nice baritone at best, so when we started really going up there in those melodies, we would either have to tune the song down, or I would have to fucking die on stage, <laughs> like, those were really our only two options, and so going into that with, with Taylor, we really had a much higher ceiling on where we could take melodies... And that really gave us uh, much better ways to explore the key that we're writing in and really kind of mess with the octaves and really bring about new feels with that ability. That's cool. So
0: I really like how, I mean, there's so many bands that are really good but they stuff. They're just, you know, yeah. I really like how animated you guys are. Like, you guys can put on a fucking stadium show if you guys wanted to man
1: we we pride ourselves in that we we the way we see it we're we're young kids and if we're ever going to perform our hearts out it's going to be right the fuck now fuck yeah man
0: (laughs) well and like i don't know if anybody knows this but i actually got these guys like a a, one of their first gigs our first not not the the first gig we played but
1: but the first one we booked
0: yep and you know i look back on that that pumped up kicks that i i posted yeah. on tube review and yep. it's like you look so young <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you guys really do like, it, it, you know you guys still got yeah. your fucking spots man yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: it it feels like an eternity ago that that stuff was happening what was that
0: 2014 or 15 or it something it was somewhere
1: around there it would have been oh. about 15 yeah. we were we founded terror we fall the summer before our sophomore year in high school
0: Well, and you guys have been like—I remember like my kids getting um, like "Terror We Fall" guitar picks and shit like that. Yeah, and just like oh, you know this band, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, man. But I'm just—I'm happy that you guys are still like. You guys seem like you know besties. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? definitely.
1: We
2: we won. Went- kindergarten since kindergarten yeah me and chris have been best friends school. since
1: kindergarten well, good.
2: and we dude,
1: this went, is my man since day one we went right to college here.
2: together for a month
0: <laughs> for one month did actually.
2: you guys quit college together yes, yes. we fucking did
0: you guys like sit down in your guys' dorm room and like have a discussion be like, <laughs> we had multiple dude, <laughs> <get the laughs> <pump out of laughs> we'd yes. talk Correct.
1: about it like every day <laughs> at the <laughs> fucking cafeteria it every was we'd be like <laughs> when are we going when oh, are we leaving? And then we actually booked this huge show with this band called We Came As Romans. Yeah. We got thrown on this show last second, and like we loved this band. Where was that at? It was in Sioux Falls. <laughs> nice. Uh, what I happened was some other school band school wasn't sure. able to play it and they dropped off last second, and we quick messaged uh, a guy we knew at that venue, and like, <coughs> can we get on the show? He's like, I suppose. <laughs> so we got super lucky, and we booked that show, and we got to hang out with this band that we loved and we got back from that experience and we're like okay so we're quitting college right the fuck now
0: (laughs) (laughs) is there anybody that like you guys used to hate like you used to you know not particularly care for their but now as you've grown you've grown to respect them and you've Mm -hmm. actually grown to like them as musicians like (laughs) is there any any band out there that rings a bell on that
1: um actually uh if you ever heard of well my chemical romance the first few times I listened to them, I'm like, what is this garbage? <laughs> and it, it grew on me over time, and they've, they've kind of turned into one of my favorite bands. Their their music is definitely something that you really got to get, and if you don't get it when you're listening to it, you're not going to enjoy it. So it, it was something I had to kind of figure out a little bit before I could really start to enjoy it.
0: I might have to check them out. When you first said it, I was like, Oh yeah, they did that Black Rock and Beat No, that's that's Chemical Brothers.
1: <laughs> yeah. They did their most famous work was an album called The Black Parade. But what's the
0: best work? I don't care what the Billboard says. That's most, that's definitely their best that's work. That's the best one. Okay. For
1: sure. Yeah, that is yeah. that is why it's their most famous work is because everyone's like, "Yeah, this is one of the best like emo albums ever created." So <laughs>
2: it has about, the song. How about you, yeah. Chris? Um I've
1: no. No. I'm 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 open to everything. <laughs> Chris Chris is who you go to when you discover a small band and he's and he will be like, Oh yeah, I figured them out like four months ago. Here's the stuff you should I liked them before too. they were cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm that guy. No,
0: I don't know if you guys I'm sure you guys know who John Mayer is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like two thousand and five God you guys were probably like ten. But um in 2005 I was 7 I was
1: 5 I was, damn. <laughs> 6.
0: Well, I was shroomed out at 10,000 lakes and so, uh, and uh, I remember sitting there and, like you know, it was a hippie festival. There's hippie bands there. Yeah. And they have John Mayer headlining one of them. Really? One of the nights and I was sitting there at oh. my at my campsite, like, fuck this, I'm not going to that fucking poser, fuck him, <laughs> Your mouth looks like a vagina when he sing, and like, I hated him, but now ever since he got, like, I, I've been seeing him, he sits in with Clapton, he sits in with B.B. King, he sits in with this and that, and then all of a sudden, Dead and Company picks him up, and now the Grateful Dead have John Mayer up there, and it's like, fucking come here to Uncle John's band, man, yeah. like,
1: John Mayer's a really talented guy, he, I had... He was recently on this show called Hot Ones. Have you ever heard of that show? No. It is it's a YouTube show where they bring celebrities on and they eat increasingly spicier wings oh until God. they get to like the hottest hot sauce <laughs> ever created. <laughs> and he was on that show and he like they gave him a ukulele and they're like just freestyle something for us and he was just oh doing man. this like complicated shit on the ukulele. And it was insane. Just yeah. off the top of his head, fucking high off fucking Hot Wings. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> um,
0: have you guys heard his, that newer one that he, New Light?
1: I don't think so Give me just one day. Oh, I recognize oh, it, I think Was that the one that he did, like, a music video for? Yeah, and it was, like, super cheesy Yeah, Like, that. like he went <laughs> I to saw some, that. like,
0: music video production company yeah. in Hollywood and they just Okay, yeah, th-
1: I have well, heard that one The
0: story behind that is, like, the, the guitar solo in there He came into the, the studio and, like, somebody came up to him and was like John, Prince's guitar is here you know, after Prince died, you know, Prince's guitar is here. And he was like, really? Yeah. They were like, do you cool. want to play it? And he was like, Can I, I'm going to lay down the fucking solo to my song with this guitar. And so when that you hear that amazing. solo, it's like, yes, like, that's a Prince fucking yeah, guitar that's right awesome. That's
1: there. sick. I did not that's know sick. that.
0: Did you guys ever, um, did you guys ever see Prince do While My Guitar Gently Weeps? Did you guys, when he died, it was all over Facebook. Like, they, it was him and Tom Petty and fucking Clapton. Yeah, and, yeah,
2: if it was all over Facebook yeah we well, probably yeah, after he some died point. yeah
0: he did he did while my guitar gently weeps with a bunch of people and shit and like george harrison's kid was there it looks just like fucking george harrison <laughs> but it's like all of a sudden prince comes on you know i know he's a guitar player but like yeah. he comes out and he shreds the fucking shit out of this song and then at the end he throws his guitar in the air and it never comes down and everybody on stage you'll hear like you can find interviews with them they're like nobody knows what happened to that guitar he threw it up in the air and nobody knows where it, what happened to it. It just never came down. Like you watch like multiple videos of this and people's cell phone videos of this and everything, and you don't see the fucking guitar fall. It's like he just tossed it up to heaven, like I'll be up there in a couple years, bye. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a, oh my god. Fuck. What, yeah. Oh, no. Prince. How did we get to Prince? I don't what know. A <laughs> what a man. What a dude. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. And we're going to listen to a little bit of uh, some of Scared of the Dark's. What what song are we going to listen to? Uh,
1: this is our debut single. It is a track called Are You Home? And it is the third track on our brand new record, Something to Burn.
0: Is that the one that I've been seeing? on? Is, have you it's guys- not.
1: That is actually a track called a, a Work of Art. Okay. That is a completely different track that will not be a single off the record. So you'll have to wow. wait until the record comes out to hear it.
0: Right on. So this is a little snippet of Scared of the Dark... Oh, don't worry about it, man. I'm I'm just gonna I'll just I'll just pop it in really quick. This is a little single from Scared of the Dark. Check it out right now. And we're back uh, to the Dakota podcasting experience, sitting down with uh, Scared of the Dark members Chris Shine, Christopher Shine, or Chris Shine doesn't matter. Chris Shine works. And Brandon Bruce, Brandon Bruce. If you guys didn't know this, I don't know, man. I th- I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you had. Yeah, you had the most points. I believe in
1: the Marvel episode.
0: Yeah, you had the most points in all of Silver Screen Showdown history. I'm
1: very proud of that. <laughs> I I have I have my trophy like. Displayed above
0: my TV in
1: my home. Nice.
0: <laughs> so I'm I'm honored. I got mine right up there. I saw that. Yeah, that's that's the one that I won for the finale. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, little did you guys know, there's uh, actually a lost episode of Silver Screen Showdown, and uh, I'm not gonna say what the what the theme of it was, but Brandon was also in that one too. I was. My cameras were fucked up, and am yeah. Still, I'm still trying to tweak it so I can actually release it, but it's just. It is almost unreleasable. Really? Oh, fuck. Because I was trying to use a GoPro or something like that. Yeah, I remember that. And that, I mean, Micah, I'm really sorry, but that GoPro sucked. It was doing some weird shit. For what I needed it for, and yeah. Then I was trying to do some zooming pans with my other hand. It's like, Tony, you got way too much on your plate. (laughs) Yeah. But no, yeah, I would love to have you guys... For, but this—it's gonna be nothing but general movie movie knowledge.
1: That'll be interesting it's because I—I I know that yeah, you're I'm not a bit doing more themes
0: this time because my viewership went <laughs> for for my themed episodes. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm gonna do general movie knowledge. You guys, okay, you know, I'll give you like maybe I'll give you guys like one of the categories beforehand. Okay, I'll be that, like that. Okay, that might be here, helpful. Here, here's one of the categories. Yeah, it's uh, sci-fi film study up. <laughs> <laughs> We'll
1: just have to watch all the classics then. Oh, your your Alien, your Predator, your well, Alien and yeah, Predator. Understand is
0: that you know they just need to look at my movie shelf and be yeah. like, "Well, this is where all the questions are coming from." Is right up here. That's fair.
1: <laughs> I recognize most of them, and but there's quite a few that I haven't seen for sure.
0: Yeah, I've been I've been really lazy about buying movies lately, and and. Uh, I used to go to pawn shops all the time, so you'd get like 10 for like 5 yeah, bucks
1: or something. I used to like do that, that when I was a bit younger, <coughs> and I'd, when I would, when DVDs were the only like way that I had to watch movies. Pawn shops were my fucking heaven. Yeah. I'd fucking get my dad to take me, and he'd be like, alright, you got 10 bucks to spend. I'm like, alright, so 30 movies sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: where I got this bitch. Really? Oh yeah, I got her at a pawn shop for 30 bucks. Really? didn't no. work. Like, it, they said it worked. Yeah. But it didn't work. Yeah. I plugged it in, and actually, to this day, I don't think input one works. Really? But input two works. I had the guys at Engels put some new put some new shit in it, and then like if you can see it from back there, it says chorus. But the U.S. I actually had to white it with uh, with fingernail polish because it was all.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, man, this nice. thing's a, this thing's a a chunky little bitch. It looks cool. <laughs> but yeah, I miss. I had a. The greatest amp I ever played through was a. It was called a Fender Stage One Hundred and Sixty. It was one hundred and sixty watts. Really. Yeah, and it was <coughs> a little tiny bit bigger. You know, it just had the twin twelve Celestials or Celestians, whatever the hell you call them, the speakers inside. But yeah, man, that was and it had uh, it had a bunch of onboard effects and everything. But then I got broke and I pawned it. Never fucking saw it again. Fuck. Yeah. So and actually, I found out later on because I called the I called Fender. And I asked him, can I still get one of these things? Because mm-hmm. I couldn't even find them online. These days I can find them online for about 250 bucks, But he, he, you know, I said, you know, I know what it was. It had two inputs and it was the DSP. And he goes, Are you sure it had two inputs? And I was like, Yeah, I got pictures of it. And he goes, and it was a DSP. And I was like, yeah. He's like, because they made a model that wasn't a DSP. i like, yes, it had the onboard effects. That's what the DSP was. Hmm. And he was like, and you don't have it anymore? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, that's a shame. <laughs> and I'm like, why is that? And he goes, because we never made them with two inputs. That was a factory error. Did they both work? And I was like, yeah, my buddy and I used to plug into the same amp. And he was like, oh, that thing's worth a lot of money.
1: Oh no. Like, well, no! Fuck shit!
0: <laughs> oh my god! I just I want somebody who bought my Fender Stage One Hundred and Sixty from Westside Pond in Aberdeen to give it back to me. I'll pay you for it. <laughs> it's not worth anything. <laughs> I just gave it away. But
1: we actually just recently got a new amp for our live show. Well, a cabinet. the The amp itself is actually a Kemper that we have in our traveling rack case. Well, but you guys we got a rack, huh? Yeah, nice. it's it's. Rack. We just finished it. Actually, we just put our uh, in-ear monitors, our wireless in-ear monitors, into it, and that was that was the finishing touch for it,
0: dude. It'll never be finished. Yeah, no, yeah. it'll never yeah. be finished. Never, just that <laughs> that rack specifically uh, oh is. Oh finished. Oh no, that rack still won't be finished. <laughs> you're you're it's not right. finished. You're someday <laughs> you're like, no, I'm gonna take this out. I'm gonna put this fucker in cause it's you know. Oh, yeah, oh, you're
1: right, man. but. For now, it's finished. It's ready for our live show at this point. So
0: what? What kind of amp? Like, would you prefer? Like, you know, mm. if you had, if money wasn't an object.
1: We are currently playing through Orange Cabs.
0: Oh, is that, that pretty nice? Yes,
1: they're they're very nice, especially for the scene that we're playing in. They make a really. Uh, it's kind of them and a company called Mesa are kind of the oh, like Mesa Boogie. Yeah, 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 or Boogie. Or they are kind of the. Competitors, as far as I've seen, I've seen some Marshalls, but like, I don't really like Marshalls very much.
0: I've never actually plugged into one. Well, I think I, think I came over to your house when you still lived at home, yeah. and I think I actually played through a Marshall there. Yeah, I think that's correct. We yeah. we did have Marshall cabs. But yeah, at I, that point. I you know I, I really need to like sit down for like an hour and actually dig into an app uh-huh. before I know if I like it or not. So,
1: but everything I've looked through for the stuff that we play, Orange is really the way to go. That we actually. <laughs> We, we were having some issues dialing in our live tone through our Marshall cabinets, and we plugged in the orange cabinet for the first time, and it sounded amazing. It was friggin' rad. It sounded like I was shredding through a $2,000 amp. <laughs> <laughs> Turns yes. out I was just shredding through the $2,000 amp <laughs> modeler in <laughs> our fucking yeah.
0: uh, rack, but... Speaking of $2,000 amps, mine... I, I keep going back to the website, and I really just want... Uh, uh, fifty-one fifty from Eddie Van Halen. He makes his own amps. Yep, yep. And those things are just nuts.
1: Fifty-one fifties are a pretty popular head in metal right now. There's quite a few bands that use fifty-one fifties. Eddie Van Halen, fucking rough. I man. believe we actually modeled a fifty-one fifty through our Kemper for
0: the new record. You guys know what fifty-one fifty stands for, don't you? You know what that, why they use that? I don't believe so. It's the police code for escape mental patient. Really? Yep. Yeah. No. That's <laughs> fifty-one fifty. Yeah, fifty one fifty escape mental patient. I'll have to tell Jake that next time. Oh, I, yeah, next time I yeah. see one of you guys, you'll have it tattooed. Fifty one fifty,
2: right across my knuckles actually. 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I would get on my knuckles. You know?
1: I really don't know. So yeah, you when when you hear the record, you will be hearing a digital version of a fifty one fifty.
2: What do you What do you play? Like what do you? Uh, what? Actually, I just ordered a custom SJC kit. They, I've been looking up to that company since I first started drumming. They're like the biggest drum company out there. They got like shell sets that have like two floor toms, a high tom, and a bass drum for like $2,000. No cymbals, no hardware, nothing. I got a three-piece for 600 They were on sale, and these are like some of the best drums out there, almost everyone in the scene uses them, at least our scene.
1: We actually know a guy uh, in a band oh, called yeah. Wolfskin out of Sioux I Falls who's sponsored by SJC, so we're hoping to oh, nice. get a oh, word <laughs> in. My way. Actually, our their scene. singer features on the new record. He he is on... you got a
0: special guest.
1: Yeah, <laughs> special guest. Special guest. He is, he's on one of the tracks, and he absolutely kills it. Well, I shouldn't say scr- singer, I should say screamer but
0: <laughs> God oh, he probably thinks he's a singer
1: <laughs> uh, we actually asked him if he wanted to sing on like a low gain mix version like a kind of a toned down version of the track that we put him on and he had told us that he really only has experience screaming right now so <laughs> that works yeah <laughs> <laughs> screamers.
0: Yeah, you'll you'll
1: actually be hearing quite a quite a bit of screaming on the new record. I mean, I'm, ha- I'm through, good with so. that. I'm, yeah,
0: I'm, I'm always up for new stuff as long as it's not you know. I don't know, man. I have I have specific tastes in certain ways. I just I don't like new country. I don't like Florida yeah. Georgia Line. Yeah, you know, fucking walking
2: around with the load in my pants. <laughs> Poop. I've, Isn't that what it is? We no. definitely try to push that for this record too. We wanted we do not wanted. Um, we wanted to relate to everyone on that. So there's definitely a song for everyone on that album, definitely. There are some heavy-hitting tracks on that album. And yeah, then there's we
1: we album. literally go from piano balladry to just... Yeah. Dum, 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 digga, 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 like, shredding your face off. And it's all fully orchestral. Like, there's a, mm-hmm. a full orchestra behind all of it. Yes. Who'd the, you get to do that? Myself and Jake did it. <laughs> really? Yeah. You
0: guys have... Woodwind,
1: like No, we, we did it all digitally oh, we, nice. we got this uh, UVI orchestra suite That just loads right into our DAW And we just did it all MIDI You
0: guys know way more about this
1: <laughs> shit <that you're> <laughs> we, we had to learn quite a bit For this new record Because the <laughs> producer that we worked with Out of Kansas City, a guy named Brett Lieber Super nice guy, super talented guy um, He We had to record all, all of our guitars at home Through our Kemper this was just kind of a money-saving thing, so we didn't have to go there and record the whole album in Kansas City. We recorded all the, the drums and the guitars at home, sent them to him, and then we drove out there and just did a week straight of vocals.
0: That was in the cities?
1: Yep, Kansas City.
0: Oh, Kansas City. Kansas City.
1: We we were staying in Missouri, and we would drive right over the line to Kansas, to his yeah, place I used to live in Columbia,
0: Missouri, which is about... Like ninety miles, oh, okay. uh, east of Kansas City on that same interstate and shit.
1: Yeah, we went there during apparently one of the worst blizzards that Missouri has seen in a long time.
0: Oh, they probably got two inches of snow. Yeah, in no, exactly. They got like they got
1: they got like two inches of snow and like power was out at our Airbnb. Like a pipe exploded up the road, and like people weren't. Like moving their cars, they all just stayed inside and hoped it would all melt soon. And like <laughs> nobody was moving snow. Yeah. So it stayed like undrivable because it was just this thick, wet snow. Yeah. And there it was were literally undrivable.
2: Everywhere in the road.
0: Yeah. Apparently the, the
1: wind trees was were super bad. Everywhere.
0: Yeah. See, yeah, see, like, dude, when I used to live there, they called off school for like a week after they got like two inches of snow and it was mm-hmm. bullshit snow. Yeah. It was gone in, in four or five days. Yeah. And like people were in the ditch, and I'm like, don't you guys have snowplows? Like, yeah, he's out there. I'm like, he like singular. <laughs> like, what? like, this is a town <laughs> of hundred thousand fucking people, man. Like, you have one fucking snowplow. Yeah, they were they
1: were horrifyingly unprepared. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> there was actually really, it was really cool. Like the high school that I went to was, um, it was the rich high school, but I was not the rich kid. Yeah. But uh, like my first like like first couple weeks of school like um, my, my what is it sophomore okay. year um, they called off school for a week because none of the other schools had air conditioning it was like 110 degrees outside and they called off school for everybody so we got school called off too even though we had air conditioning
1: really yeah I was
0: like what Like I never, <laughs> I, I I never gotten, I've it. never gotten out of school because of the heat like
1: that happened a couple times when we were in well I think it was closer to like elementary when that actually regularly happened because i don't think redfield had any sort of air conditioning for a long time there I
0: couldn't imagine yeah <laughs> and you Weird. know even though they got this like what it was like 25 million dollars to build the new school they probably still yeah. don't have air conditioning in wouldn't there. fucking shock me <laughs> dude my kids come home and they're like hey we gotta sell cookie dough so we can pay for the new <laughs> playground i'm what? like You guys didn't budget that into $25 million? (laughs) Like, you guys didn't budget a new playground?
1: And apparently, like, that, like, budget that they put up was not enough, and they've gone, like, horrifyingly over budget.
0: Oh, I can imagine.
1: And, like, apparently there are people quitting because they had to slash salaries and stuff. Oh,
0: that's fucking sad. Yeah, Yeah, it's super sad. Well, and you guys being musicians, you guys would probably understand my, my outlook on this. When I was in high school, like, we had there was like four guidance counselors mm-hmm. and I went to go and see one and she was like, well, this is our last, this is the last time we're going to be able to, to meet because they're actually letting me go. And I was like, Oh shit. Why is that? She's like, uh, to make room for their $10 million foot uh, practice football field. <laughs> $10 million practice football field. And yeah. Like axing teachers for that. I was like, we got a beautiful fucking football... You don't need a practice field. Just go to a fucking dirt lot and fucking just practice some football.
1: Yeah, like, Redfield oh, was yeah. kind of the same way. The sports teams would constantly be getting new shit and the fucking chorus department was in the basement. Like, literally... <laughs> like, there was a drain that would, like, spit up stuff every once in a while. Really? We yes. called him Igor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, had a name yeah. for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It would start gargling and everyone would, like, sit back because there was one
0: time that it actually just... <laughs> oh, oh god damn. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys do any senior pranks?
1: Um, I
0: don't.
2: <laughs> well, it I wasn't didn't really participate. A if you guys prank, don't want to say it online. Uh, I didn't participate it, it in any was of them. Not I didn't really hear about a senior prank, but we did some pretty pretty silly water balloon stuff. Um, oh, at homecoming, at homecoming. Stuff, yeah. When kids are
1: out egging We'd always fill water balloons With just this vile, disgusting crap That we would find In, in just the refrigerator And we, we If anyone would throw eggs at us We would then retaliate by hitting them With these disgustingly horrifying balloons That would have like <laughs> We would fill them with milk And like set them out for a couple days And like the heat And, like, there would also be, like, maple syrup in there and, like... Egg and some.
2: Oyster sauce, I remember. And cocktail sauce. No, there was a lot of gross stuff in there. But
1: we always made a point to only throw them at people who would egg us first. We were, like, the
0: vigilantes out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We had had skylights in our school. Like I said, rich school. We had skylights in our school in, like, the commons area. And um, I was not a part of it, but um, a bunch of the guys went up and they... uh, they, pla- they like Maj Page like glued this shit to the windows. Uh, but like all these penthouse and Playboy photos and shit like that. Just the most, like, and not even Playboy, like nasty, pl- nastier than Playboy, like oh, no. Jugs oh, no. Magazine. You know, shit like that. Oh, Fields of Cream and shit. Oh, God. Know, terrible shit. <laughs> and yeah, I remember just walking through, like, oh, that's something. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, yeah, fucking. Well, guys, I think we're gonna we're gonna kind of wrap this up. Once again, I have Brandon Bruce and Chris Shine here from Scared of the Dark, um, and they have a new album out coming out when? It will be out in May. In May, and the album is called Something to Burn. Something to Burn. So, thank you, guys. You thank guys are you. my thank you. first guests. This uh, was an honor. We saw that on yes, Facebook. We we're like ready to have you guys back.
1: Absolutely,
0: you know, yeah. I would. I'm just. I'm tickled pink that I have people that actually want to be on the show. And yeah. So. I'm glad to be <laughs> no, here. You,
1: you, you shot me a message, and I literally yelled to Chris. I'm like, "Hey, let's you want to be on a podcast tonight?" He's like, "Yes, let's go." Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, let's go that's awesome
0: but yeah thank you guys for watching um, and make sure you check out scared of the dark there on Facebook I'm guessing Twitter
1: uh, I don't believe we have a Twitter quite yet but we do have an Instagram
0: Instagram okay. at
1: SOTD rock
0: SOTD rock and also check out um, uh, gotta got plug my sponsor here and that is Robert mailing from the Sue Empire podcast and um, he's got the edge case podcast coming out in September which is like a twilight zony podcast, which Ooh. I'm really excited for, yeah. Did you
1: see the new Twilight Zone?
0: Yeah, I, I haven't seen any of it yet, but I'm I'm excited for it. The like first
1: I, episode is free on YouTube right now. Is it? So, yeah, it's very good. It's very good. Check very out good.
0: Black Mirror on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Seen oh, it, yeah. love it. <laughs> okay, before we go, I have to say this. <laughs> a girl at work told me, she's like, you have to check out this Black Mirror show. She's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a Twilight Zone, thing." Mm-hmm. So I go to Netflix, and I press play. Yeah,
1: right. Of course. I just pressed play on it. And that first episode.
0: Well, the first episode that came up was this episode about like it was almost like Star Trek ish.
1: Oh, so they started you in like season four then.
0: Exactly. Like I watched the Star Trek episode of it, and it was amazing. It's I, like, very I good. Fucking loved it. And so I was, and then all of a sudden after that, <coughs> I, uh, I'm like, I realized, oh shit, they started me on season four episode one. I got to go back and watch season one episode one. And so, by this time, my wife got home. Yeah. And I'm like, babe, we gotta watch this show. Oh, my God, I just got done watching this, and it was, like, really super fucking awesome, and I, you gotta go watch this shit. And she's like, yeah, that sounds cool, so let's watch it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then all of a sudden, we go back to season one episode one, the pilot. The <laughs> pilot? And it's literally, if you haven't seen it, guys, it is the Prime Minister of England being blackmailed into having sex with a pig live on television. It's...
1: It's wonderful.
0: It is it wonderful. really it is. is. <laughs> so like, they're and it's like at the beginning of the episode they're like, "Oh, this isn't gonna happen, sir." You know, we're gonna do everything we can to make sure that this doesn't happen. We're gonna get to the bottom of this, but by the end of the episode, it just consistently gets more. Of you, you might have to fucking do this, you, man. You're probably gonna
1: have to fuck that pig. <laughs> <laughs> My wife, she
0: like pauses it and she looks at me. She's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know. This is the pilot. Like, this is what they showed to Netflix to get them to want to make more shows." And it's yeah. like, this is fucked they really man.
1: fucking went for it
0: yeah they really did so yeah check out black mirror <laughs> but we are going to get going on the dakota podcasting experience check us out on twitter at uh, dakota podcast also as well on facebook at dakota podcast if you just type that in then that'll lead you right to us the dakota podcasting experience if you need to email me it is uh dakota podcasting at gmail.com and once again, Scared of the Dark, new album coming out, Something to Burn in May. In May. Check them out on Facebook and Instagrams and all those things. And once again, Chris, Brandon, thank you guys hey, Brandon, thank you. for being here.
2: We'll see you guys next time on the Dakota Podcasting Experience.